she makes him laugh by like putting half a boiled egg over each eye and sticking her tongue out like a lizard but she says does that get you off guys with that if a potential lady it depends on the egg depends on the egg (laughs) I mean it it did look like a good soft boiled egg I will say free range free range more free range you don't want one of those eggs that's got like the grey bits around the outside of the yolk that's That's a good shit that's a good shit no it was a proper soft like it looked like it was going to drip out like a good genuine good you know that's dangerous if you put it up to your eyes hashtag food chat And here we have a <laughs> 1950s uh, Savion Blanc. It's uh, from Chile. And uh, has, a, has a nice little pop to it. I'm sure you heard it right there. And uh, we'll just serve that in a nice, uh, nice glass wine. I have no idea if the mic is picking no, this up No, it's not all. very loud, but he actually no, has a wine. has a slight bubbly, fruity kangaroo taste to it. Kangaroo? And, uh, have you ever had kangaroo? I have, but not in a wine. It's about six quid a bottle. What, kangaroo? The specific wine you're drinking, yeah. Oh, but that said, kangaroo steak, pretty tasty. Yeah. What, Sorry, the I 1916 don't... Savion Blanc? I yeah. don't really know much about wine. I didn't know there was kangaroo wine. I'm sorry. I like the wine with the foot on the front. <laughs> what the fuck is the wine Fucking with the foot hell. We're, we're so budget. Yeah. Oh, Echo Falls, delicious. I like a Moscato because it doesn't really what? taste that wine. What's the, oh, hang on, what's the wine with the foot on the front? What's that? Barefoot wine. It's pro- I think it's, is that yeah, not Aldi's? Or is that Echo Falls? Oh, I like Echo Falls. Oh, right. No, they're both available everywhere because they used to sell both at Iceland, I seem to remember. There you go. Hello, welcome to episode <laughs> 94. We're so sophisticated. Uh, wine tasting connoisseurs here. Um, I hope you're having a lovely day. Uh, joining me is Andy. Hello. I'm Penny. Hi. Andy sounds quite chipper today, doesn't he? It's nice. He does. I've had a couple of okay. days off, so I'm uh, oh, yeah, not true. miserable. Yeah. Take more of those. <laughs> he would if he could. <laughs> He's doing as good as Netflix annual earnings and pricing plans. Yeah, yeah. plummeting. <laughs> <laughs> plummeting. Plummeting very quickly. How do you guys quickly feel about the... Uh, the new pricing plans and the ads and the I don't really care your Netflix account I I can afford the one I've got which won't have ads so I will okay well maybe you're someone who can't afford to well you asked how I felt that's how I felt I can afford it I don't need to go down you're you're speaking for the nation aren't you you're meant to be you asked me my opinion and I gave it to you I don't need I don't need the cheap one sorry everyone yeah, I will stick with the, the top tier, this, you know, 38 quid one or whatever it is. Oh, I don't have the top tier. I'm not that fancy. That's oh, why I, I drink I foot do. wine. I do, yeah. It's it's uh, 16, going it's up 16 quid a month. Is this 38 quid? No, it's 16. What's the, mi- I think I've got the middle one. I don't need that 4K the mi- bullshit. The middle's 11, right? The mi- I think it's 13 11, now. 13, 14, something like that. Oh, man, I remember when Netflix was 7.99. Yeah, me too. I remember when Netflix was in the post. Mm. <laughs> Because I'm old. <laughs> I did read an article the other day where they said they're not worried about the uh, the um, subscriber rates dropping because they're just putting the price up. So they're just going to level it out anyway. And I was like, that's not really mm. how it works. Like, no. you're just going to piss off people who are already paying enough. 
Isn't that because everybody is... I read somewhere that Netflix, obviously other people use other people's Netflix. It's something like a million or more than a million. Like use someone else's Netflix. But apparently the other streaming services don't have that issue as much. The other services must have that issue. And I'm not saying I'm part of the problem, but I know other people use mine and I've got all three. (laughs) This article also said that, this was on BBC News if you want to hunt it out, but don't waste your time because I'll give you the cliff notes. Sources. uh, (laughs) They also said that initially when it first came around, and I think they're talking about five years or so ago, when they really like boomed, they were obviously buying other people's shows and then putting them out. So things yeah. like Friends yeah, and all them. the like classic British peep show and all that stuff was all on Netflix. And then since then, those publishers have created their own streaming services. So everything that was Disney is now off of Netflix. Anything that was Fox is off Netflix. BritBox has taken a load of the British comedy back. So they're now having to create their own original content and people aren't liking it as <laughs> Which much. Which they can't do. <laughs> yeah, people don't like it as much. So that's why they're fucking And they cancel all the good stuff. They cancelled... Santa Clarita diet, which I will never get over, on a cliffhanger. And it was some bullshit reason. It was series three. And they're like, oh, it's so much more expensive to do the fourth series. It was like, so why didn't you finish it then? If you knew that, why did you cut it off on a cliffhanger? And then they did the same recently with Good Girls after like four seasons or something. And that was a cliffhanger. It was like, well, finish what you fucking started, Netflix. But I don't Jesus. think they care because they're just getting money no, in their they pocket. Don't. They just want the next Squid Game so that people sign up and then you don't bother to cancel it, do you? That's that's what it is. Did we not give it the the award? We did. <laughs> that award has been taken back probably this year. I, I, imagine, I didn't. didn't. I gave we it did. to Disney Plus and Disney Plus is getting stronger and stronger, I think. All right, hipster. I fucking... <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that's going. What do you mean hipster? I, I like Disney before it got... Became the number one streaming brand of 2022, probably. Oh, as opposed to the number one children's film <laughs> publisher for the last 70 years. Yeah, but they were a very new age streaming. We didn't know where it was going to go, and and that's all. As long as Netflix keep making these true crime documentaries, I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's what they're going to make the money. I mean, the, yeah. they're, Stranger Things is ending and as well, and they're spending $30 million an episode on that. Which is Billy million an episode. What a load of bullshit. 30, 30 million a episode. Wow, that's, that's a lot. Demogorgons are expensive. I guess what they're an hour. I haven't watched Stranger Things in a while. They're an hour long. They've got 10 episodes a season. Yeah. Well, good. As long as they're fin, that's it. Finish it. Then make me something else. No, they are finishing it. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, do that and then make something else. Stop starting stuff and. What not happens finishing. afterwards? Well, you start another new thing. Yeah, but Stranger Things was the reason so many people got on to netflix in the first place and it's like well they need another um they need another like unique ip like they will fucking bleed squid games dry now because that's what people will be doing they did the same with making a murderer and they did the same with fucking tiger king at the beginning of lockdown so like as long as they've got one or two unique things that everyone wants to watch then they'll be fine but guys i don't care could we really quickly talk about my new favorite show on netflix Sure. What is it? It's called Old Enough. And what is it? Oh God. <laughs> and No, 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 no. Let me guess what it is from the title. Right. Old Don't make enough. it gross. Well, I'm trying to think of what you watch and it's usually gross. Um <laughs> so is it about old people nope. dating or something? No. 
Okay. Do they have a series of young people and you have to guess how old they are, but you put them in awkward, uncompromising positions? That's no, good. There are young people in it, but you are not even close. Oh. Is it getting children drunk and seeing their reactions to it? No. Oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Do they follow? Because just basing on what you told me after the show, yeah. do they follow children around, go into the shops and see if they can get alcohol? So that, not alcohol. alcohol. From the shops. <laughs> So in Japan, it is a, <laughs> it is a tradition to make your children self-sufficient is to send them out on errands Andy, when they are quite this young. This is fucking bonkers. This is <laughs> of course it is. It's Japanese. When she told me this, I was like, that's not real. And then she showed me it and I, I still it just, yeah, go on. There's a show in Japan and it's mm. been on for 25 years. and it's 25 my, years? Yeah, and yes. it's called My First Errand. And I think what Netflix have done is taken different bits of that and repackaged it and called it old enough and yeah so in japan they will send their kids out on an errand to make themselves sufficient so this show is all about little kids and when i say little kids some of them are like two and a half and they send them on an errand to go to the shops and get something on their own or go to the dry cleaners and pick up something on their own and they are like secretly filmed and it's the fucking cutest thing I've ever seen. It sounds he's gonna have he's gonna have the same questions I had. <laughs> I, I, exactly yeah, I've I've it. got some. A go. do they not worry about them getting kidnapped? Apparently in obviously they're or like being walking secret- into traffic. Yeah, so they're secretly filmed, so they are quite safe because the cameramen and stuff around. But obviously they do this and don't always film it as a tradition. But the first one I watched, he had a little flag that said stop and you hold it out for cars and then they stop and you can cross the road. And apparently just Japan is safe. I mean, it seemed to be quite a lot of more rural places than like Tokyo. But yeah, these kids, (laughs) the the kid I showed Dan, he walked, was it like a 23 minute trip to the shop and then 23 minutes back again? So they don't drop them in like the center of Tokyo on that mad fucking like roundabout. I say roundabout, it's not roundabout, but... And then, you know, um, make your way back to Kyoto. No, they're like, they go to places they know. So one little girl, she goes to the fish market with her mum every week. And then this time she gets to go on her own and get the fish for her mum and bring it back. I mean, this is fucking genius. Like if I trusted where I lived, I would do this as well. (laughs) What the fuck? But also, well, I mean, you know, I'm lazy. If I can get him out working, I will do it. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me you would watch a show. You can't do it here. You would watch a show. About pe- someone going to the fucking shop <laughs> and someone, back again. Mate, Japanese children. Do you know what one of the biggest shows in the UK is? It's fucking Gogglebox, where you watch people yeah. watching TV. Which I also love. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think my, my biggest thing about this is that it explains why in anime, everyone is 13 year, years old and taken on fucking mad giants with big teeth. So it kind of makes sense. Honestly, they're in like little half-hour chunks. Give <laughs> Why the first are you looking one so confused? Andy. What animes you're watching? <laughs> uh, Titan. I mean, that's a pretty accurate description of Titan. Yeah, they were little yeah. in Titan. But yeah, sorry to derail the entire podcast, but watch Old Enough on Netflix, everyone. It is so cute, it's ridiculous. I'm going to watch a couple of episodes and then report back next week to see if yeah. I think it's cute or bullshit. And I'm <laughs> fairly confident I know which way I'm going to lean. <laughs> For people with hearts, I mean, that's not true. I don't really have one. It's it's nothing to do with hearts. I mean, it's cute and all, but like, it, as an entertaining... 
Program. I mean, I don't know if I would watch it for 25 years. Well, this is what I said to you when we were when you showed me it. I said, imagine people like like a water cooler moment, like at work going, oh, did you see the episode last night where he went into the shop and he bought like two, two loaves bananas. of bread instead of one? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. I was on the edge of my seat there for a minute. I think <laughs> it would be much more entertaining if they had like a, a, a sort of it's a knockout twist on this and gave <laughs> yes. them obstacles to get over as well. Yes. Like they yeah. had to jump the across the big had red to walk balls. 23 minutes the shop that's an obstacle without that's dying yeah, but did you have to see the whole that. 23 minute trip no. there then the whole 23 minute back no. because that's that's like nearly an hour and then you get two minutes of them in a shop going yes please i'd like this okay goodbye like and then you're watching them fucking walking along a road no, again it wasn't like that it was good one girl has to go to a vegetable patch and pick a cabbage and it's really difficult that's an obstacle they have to not die and remember the thing of their, remember the errand and the thing they're supposed to do. That's the obstacle. They don't need fucking shit jumping out of them or lava. Like I'm not saying, I'm not saying it should be. They should be put have their lives put at risk. But you know, what if they're walking through a field and then there's a stampede of cows? That's a proper life lesson. That's more of a life lesson than the just walking through a shop. The fact that they're two and they're walking through a field is enough. Yeah. Andy wants to see some children trampled by cows. Confirms <laughs> everyone. Just so you know, he said it, not me. Are we yep. surprised, though? No. No. No, not really. No. <laughs> hey, guys, it's 1994. Oh, it's a good one. Tell you what, this this is really growing on me every week. I'm getting more and more into it. it. Yeah, it's a good royalty free. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, 1994 was a fucking bagging year for movies. Everyone, Forrest Gump, Speed, The Crow, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Shawshank Redemption, True Lies, Dumb and Dumber, Pulp Fiction, Clerks, and Leon. Just There's a bunch of overrated films in there. I'll be honest. Overrated films. Which ones are overrated? Overrated. overrated. Forrest Gump. Eh. It's overrated. Mm. I feel feel it's everyone's. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's. It's mainly because of commentary. I guess people just said, it's the greatest thing in the world. Remember the chocolates quote? It's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) I saw the film once. It was was good. Let's move on with our lives, shall we? I've got a really good picture of me sat where, apparently, where he stopped running. But I didn't know that. It was just a cool picture. I went there. Imagine that. You just sat on a bench and someone's like, that's where Forrest Gump No, was. there's like a re- it's a really long road, isn't it? With like a mountain in front of it and there's just never any cars on it. So everyone stops there and takes pictures there. And then someone's like, oh, this is where Forrest Gump stopped running. I was like, oh. It's like Abbey Road where everyone just fucking walks across. Oh, you can't get, everywhere. I tried that at Abbey Road. You can't get a picture at Abbey Road. I haven't got no. one. I tried for yeah. like 20 minutes. Oh, sorry. What else was overrated or was it just Forrest Gump? <coughs> Street Fighter? Uh... Street Fighter was on my list, but not on notable movies. Street Fighter is underrated. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I knew you were going to say that. Um, I I uh, I never got on with Dumb and Dumber. No, me I either. agree. I also think that is overrated. Overrated. Well, amazing. it was yeah. a good year for Jim Carrey because it was Dumb and Dumber, The Mask, and Ace Ventura all out in 1994. He was a busy boy. The Mask. Oh, the mask. We'll scared to. the shit out of me, that film, the first time I watched it. Was his face, I can't remember from the film, was his face 
CGI or no. some part of it was, wasn't it? When he did the eyeballs thing. Yeah, but I think it was but mostly was Jim Carrey's yeah, most of it was face. just a rubber mask, I think. Yeah. It was an interesting year for Christian Slater. Oh, I forgot oh, about this bit. I forgot. Yeah. You anyway, forget every time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he was in Andy's favourite film, Interview with the Vampire. Oh, God, it's so shit. It's not. It's so shit. <laughs> it's not. It is. It doesn't oh, make shit. any sense. What do you mean it doesn't I make any sense? Like it's a vampire it. movie. What sense do you want it to make? Some like fucking it, sense. It's Thank just you. bullshit. This it doesn't make any sense. Oh. It's one of the worst vampire films I've ever seen, and I've seen fucking Blade <laughs> Three, which I okay. very much you prefer. like Blade Three. I do. Yeah, you <laughs> like yeah, favorite of the Blade ones, but no one else likes it. No. no. <laughs> he was also in a movie called Jimmy Hollywood, which I know nothing about and have not seen. So I imagine. Oh, Jimmy Hollywood. Oh, How could not Jimmy H. What's, what's Jimmy oh, Hollywood Jimmy about? Dan? Tell me. Oh, Give me the Jimmy synopsis. H. He's he's down on his luck. He's trying to make a career for himself. As a, uh, as Jimmy Hollywood, because <laughs> um, the second name's Hollywood. I, I, I'd never seen the film. No, before. I have no idea. Um, no, I've watched a lot of bad Christian Slater movies, so the fact that I haven't seen this one probably we don't really need to talk about it. Um, so I got a couple of little facts about Andy's favorite movie. Oh. Uh, River Phoenix was actually supposed to be the interviewer of the vampires, but sadly he died. Oh, I did know that, actually. Yeah, he I overdosed at the Viper Room, so they gave the role to Christian Slater, who gave all of his money to the family and charity and stuff oh, to pay nice. for things. That's so. nice of him. I bet he's regretting that now. He could probably do with that dollar, couldn't he? Mm. That was a little bit callous, but... Yeah, <laughs> but also, I don't... <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm really sorry. That was a bit You've harsh. I sort of said it without <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, you just kind of slagged off <laughs> poor dead River Phoenix and Christian Slater in one go. I don't yeah. know how you just said I'll like, oh, Andy's a bit chipper today, but he comes out with the <laughs> worst stuff when he's chipper. <laughs> he's he's way more confident than he is before, and he just goes, yeah, fuck it, <laughs> yeah, I'll go I, don't, for it. I don't care. We'll get cancelled. It's fine. I mean, I don't have to kids run anymore. over by cows. Yeah, <laughs> let me see that. That's what happens. When, this is what happens when he's chipper. It was also cursed in dunst. Her first on-screen kiss with a much older Brad Pitt because she was the child in this. It's just weird, Pen. Like I I don't, I don't know why they've made this film. Because it was a really famous. She was about thirteen, I think. I can look, but she wasn't very old. He he was probably what twenty something, late mid twenties, late twenties. Yeah, she was not ten. The internet's oh. telling me she was 10. Wow, she was the 10, which wrong. makes it worse then. Yeah, the red rabbit's never wrong. Yep. <laughs> Maybe that was her, like, young enough well, challenge. 10-year-old Kirsten Dunst was spotted by talent scouts and was the first girl tested to the, for the roles. So I think maybe she was 11, but that's not any better. <laughs> Do you think, like, her parents shipped her off and said, just go and be in this film? It's oh, your task. Stop. <laughs> that's wrong. It's your task. No. Well, they could be like, you know, make us fa- make us famous. Oh, and Brad Pitt was like 31. He was 31. Oh, Does he God, not feel that's... weird about it? He was 30. <laughs> I want to hear his perspective on this. Well, I mean, they didn't kiss with tongues. Does that mean he's nearly 60? Yes. Yeah. Fucking what? hell, he's looking good, isn't he? Mm. I wish I could look like that when I was... I, I think you're diverting 32. from the point you made earlier, but okay, <laughs> fine. Anyway. Yes. He must. I want to hear his perspective on it because that's that's a weird task to ask an adult to do, right? 
What's he going to say? I felt uncomfortable with it. I'd be slightly worried if he wasn't. Was he that famous back then? No, he probably wasn't, was he? I was going to say, like, he could say, no, I'm not going to do that. But if he was a young up-and-coming 30-something-year-old, <laughs> then maybe not. I don't know. I mean, she still, said, from what I can find, she said it was weird. But now the Independent wants me to pay to read this, then I'm not going to. So. <laughs> Fucking ads. <laughs> and, oh, um, Netflix. <laughs> oh, Netflix. We're in, in the books, uh, Lestat was a big old vampire who towered over the other characters, who then, of course, was played by tiny little Tom Cruise. Yeah. Who's five foot seven and he had to wear platform shoes. I don't know. I don't know why he keeps getting these roles where he's supposed to be a fucking enormous dude and he's just a tiny little chap. Because it was the same with Jack Reacher. He's supposed to be yeah. six foot five and fucking four foot eight. Tom Cruise gets the role. <laughs> How does he do it? He never looks small in Mission Impossible. Yeah, that's because they film him from the bottom up. They film him yeah, from his shoes, shoes, so he looks like a, a giant. Oh yeah, they do. I'm trying to think of all the stunts he's done and all the camera angles have been from. The top. Also, not the bottom. you know there's that gimmick that he runs in every film? Yes. He never runs with anyone else. I think there's been like one film no, because, recently. because then you'd see how short he was. Yeah. So he, he only ever runs yes. in a scene with himself. It's ridiculous. Did you know sort his... Sort out, Tom. Pen, did you know his tooth is in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is he really? I bet that looks yeah. really weird. Aren't you impressed? I didn't mention it this time. I swear we had this discussion when... We have we this were bringing discussion up the, every time. The every COVID, time Tom Cruise comes up. When Tom Cruise had a COVID shout, remember? Oh, yeah, when he was mad at everyone. And yeah. you, you were sharing pictures of me of Tom Cruise with big teeth. A lot, Penny, mostly, yeah. Yeah. I think. Yes. Just why anytime, are they in the middle? Anytime he comes up, it's... Did you know Freaks he's got a tooth out. in the middle? I know he had them fixed, but why? Why did they move him one tooth to the left? <laughs> Unique. Stands out from the crowd. I guess. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't when he's that dentist. small. I'm going to get killed by Scientologists. Yeah. yeah. All right. The highest grossing film of 1994 <laughs> was The Lion King with $760 million. It's a That wine's kicking in. You want a butter. You, you can tell you've not done this before, Dan. It sounds like someone is putting that lion down, you know? Someone's Aww. putting it to sleep. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, Bruce Willis was a big fan of Reservoir Dogs and he wanted to play Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction. But by the time he heard about it, the role had already gone to John Travolta. Um, obviously he was then cast as Butch the Boxer mm -hmm. which apparently as Butch. luck would have it the part was originally offered to Matt Dillon who Tarantino envisioned when he wrote the role but Dillon told him he loved the script but he'd have to think about it Tarantino didn't like that and then was like oh you can't be in it then <laughs> I'm not sure Matt Dillon would fit <laughs> I don't know no. has Matt Dillon ever been in a Tarantino film I don't probably know he not has. because he upset him because yeah. he didn't immediately read the script and go yeah I want it because Tarantino's a baby <laughs> oh, we're upsetting everyone today. We are. Hey, Pulp Fiction. It. it was my favorite film while um, I was young. Oh, is it? It might be your favorite time. film. It's almost my favorite film of 1994. But we will. We'll come back to that at the end. Oh. Speaking. Oh, if it's interview with a vampire, I'm fucking walking it's off. It's not because otherwise oh, I wouldn't have mentioned it. I try and not mention the same cop. films all the time. It's, it's time. Cop. <laughs> it's uh, Beverly Hills Cop three. Um, a classic. <laughs> Speaking of actors that were not in stuff, 
Does anyone know who was originally offered the role of Bubba in Forrest Gump? Sorry, we're back to Forrest Gump. If you could pick um, anyone else to play Bubba. Who's Bubba? Who is Bubba? Uh, the <laughs> Bubba Shrimp Company. Dave Chappelle. Oh. Really? He's currently <laughs> offered the role and he was concerned that the character was racially demeaning because uh, the two least smart, that's not a word, is it? The dumbest, that's mean, but the most <laughs> IQ challenged people Dumb in the and movie. Dumber, if you will. Yeah. A Forrest Gump and Bubba are yes. the two not smart ones. So he was a bit worried about showing a black guy to be kind of dumb. Um, apparently he has since admitted to regretting that decision. <laughs> I'm not surprised. That would have made his career aside from the comedy stuff. You know, there's a, you could, there's a chain of, um, Bubba Bubba restaurants. Yeah. They're good. Have you, there's one. There's one in Times Square. I've been to that one, I believe. Yeah, it's good. They give you a little sign, Dan, and it's like, you can, I can't remember what it says on it now. But you basically turn it one way if you want more food and then you tell them to stop when you don't want more food so they know mm. whether to come to your table or not. Yeah. So what food did they bring? Seafood. Bubba yeah. food, shrimp. Bubba food? Just shrimp. Bubba gump Just shrimp. Well, no, but like seafood and stuff. Oh, okay. But they have a thing like, you know, instead of them like coming to your table all the time, you can just turn a little sign and be like, hey, we need assistance, please. Yeah, and I'd fucking hate working there. <laughs> fucking fe feeding your asses every time you turn a fucking thing around. Like, oh, I want more food. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Wow, <laughs> you're really bitter today. Yeah. Cheer up. Fucking hell. You're the one, you're the one bringing us down. I think we should also... Ah, uh, <laughs> <Serenia>. Sorry. <laughs> I think we should also talk about who the real MVP is in Tom Hanks' family, because I don't think it's Tom Hanks. Or do you think it's Chet Hanks? Oh, I definitely don't. <laughs> um, I think it's Jim. I don't, I don't actually Jim don't know Hanks. how many brothers he has, but you know, one of his brothers does the voice of Woody for like toys and stuff when Tom can't be bothered. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> can't be bothered. <laughs> apparently when Forrest was running across America, there's some wide shots of him running. It's not Tom Hanks. It was Jim. So he, he can't oh. even be bothered to run. So is that him. the one he does the, the, the voiceovers? I don't know. I forgot to look Imagine. That. I can't tell if he's a genius or if he's lazy, but imagine delegating the shit you don't want to do to your siblings. Ginny wouldn't do the shit I don't want to do. No. In a million years. No. There's an interesting conversation around the dinner table. It'd be like, yeah, I've got this part, but there's some parts I don't want to do. Can you, can you yeah. fucking fill in for me with it? Oh, he has like, two yeah. brothers. Uncredited. <laughs> yeah. Has, I want to go Jim. play with my typewriters instead. Yeah. Not yeah. a euphemism. I think it is Jim sure. because he's got Jim Hanks, who is an actor and filmmaker, and his other brother, Larry, is an entomologist. So I don't think Larry's fucking oh, doing that shit. Get, get Larry in there. Larry fucking, he'll know. You get him a scientist role or something. <laughs> oh, it's weird because they do look kind of similar, but wrong. Anyway. What, like the Wish version. Yeah. Like Jesse Plemons and... Uh... <laughs> Oh, Jesse Plemons is such a weird looking. We are we are upsetting everybody today. He's great, but he's an odd. We're back man. to Curse and Dunst again, though, which means we're going to tangent mm -hmm. back to fucking interview with the vampire, and I'm going to lose my shit. Well, will it help if we talk about Clerks instead? Because yeah, like go on. Then. Oh, Kevin yes. Kevin Smith makes no. me so happy these days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this that Clerks because I didn't pick out a lot of facts because I know you probably know them, but Clerks is the only viewers universe film, which is. Kevin Smith's production company thingy for people that don't yeah. know that doesn't feature either Ben Affleck or Jason Lee. Uh, I did know that. Before. 
I did know that. Yeah, it was it was the first one that they made, wasn't it? So hmm. after that, he had more rats, and then I think they had Jason Lee and everyone apart from three. Apparently, isn't it? I haven't written this one down, but I read it that Clerks happens the day after More Rats because yes. the girl, there's a girl in More Rats that dies or is spoken about that she's died, and then in Clerks, Randall mentions the funeral was yesterday or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought this was interesting as, I don't know, if people know that Clerks was, like you said, it was the first thing he ever filmed in the convenience store where he worked with his mates on his own DIY cameras and shit. The cost to obtain the rights to the soundtrack of Clerks was approximately $27,000, which is higher than the entire production cost of the film, which was $26,800. Yeah. Yeah. That's mad. That, that does not surprising well and the reason they filmed it in black and white isn't an artistic choice it's because cheaper. it was cheaper than color film i think kind of works i, I think like i think it adds a um a nice touch to it personally yeah depressing <laughs> sad <laughs> well you say depressing the ending got changed because uh they was as they were closing the original ending was as they were shutting um someone runs in and shoots oh yeah um, dante dante like oh. arm robs him, shoots him, and he dies. Yeah, because he's not not even supposed to be here today. Yeah, and it's just as well they didn't do that because then Kevin yeah. Smith wouldn't have had a career and milked it for all it's worth. Well, he's gonna well, Clerks Two's all right, and he's gonna destroy it with Clerks Three, as we know. But uh, Cler- can't wait. Clerks Two is my favorite Kevin Smith film by a bit of a distance. We've talked about this many times. It's not because of the donkey fucking scene. But it's the only thing I remember. I didn't like Yeah, it's the only thing she talks about. Weird it's the only thing yeah. I remember. Oh. Sure. Uh, my favorite Kevin Smith film is Dogma, and then closely followed by Clerks the Cartoon, which, if you haven't seen it, is six episodes of genius. The second yeah. episode, spoiler, is a clip show, which is so fucking good because it's all just clips from the episode you've just watched. Mm. Let's move off of Kevin Smith before I, I start to like rant about it. Yep. Yeah, please. Because <laughs> so- I can feel it coming. It's in my, I can, <laughs> like I'm twitching. I'm twitching about it. <laughs> As we said, it was a big year for Jim Carrey. Apparently, you know, in Dumb and Dumber, I don't know if you know, he's got a bit of his tooth missing. Mm. He does. That's real. He. I did know. Yeah. yeah. For, he had a chip in his tooth. And so for the filming, he had the bonding bit that they put in. He had him taken out and then put oh. back in again afterwards. So he would have a mm. real chip. Method acting to the extreme. Commitment. Method up to the extreme, not like sending rats to. Don't see Jared Leto do that. No, no, no fucking chip. Do something really. Didn't he like get a tattoo and smash his face in or something? Yeah, he chipped a tooth as well. Yeah, but yeah, Jim Carrey's was already chipped. Not he didn't get a hammer. Just fucking. How do you? Have you seen Shia LaBeouf the opera on YouTube? Oh my god! Everybody talk about Shia LaBeouf. Okay, yeah. we can continue then. I just feel like we should talk about it one day because I I love it. Cat's obsessed with it. So good. You're about a few. Y- it's years on Spotify as well. No, I know I am. <laughs> Is That's it on problem. Spotify? It's on Spotify. Quite often, I'll just casually slip it into like a queue of of songs without telling anyone, and just <laughs> let it play out. Staying with Jim Carrey, Paul Cameron Diaz had to audition for the role of Tina in The Mask no less than twelve times. Why? It doesn't say. Oh, she yeah. finally got the role only seven days before production began. I think I would have given up by then. I don't like, did she, like, I know the mask was pretty big, but like, really? 12 times? 
Who's she going up against? Kirsten Dunst? Kirsten Dunst would have been 10. The 10-year-old Kirsten Dunst. Would you be okay to kiss Jim Carrey? <laughs> in a mask. In a mask, though. He's in a mask. It's hmm. okay. It's fine. I'm any age. Would I rather kiss Brad Pitt or Jim Carrey? Who would you rather kiss, Dan? Brad Pitt or Jim Carrey? Full-on snog. Tongues are we talking about... All right, well, are we talking about present day or are we talking about 30-year-old? Let's go with, let's Brad make Pitt. it like so they're the same age as you are now. So let's make it like 1994, Brad Pitt or Jim Carrey. Although you could take old 60-year-old Brad Pitt if you want because he's a dick. I feel like Brad would be more gentle, um, <laughs> but I feel Jim will try to like be a bit more, try to make it a bit more comedic and it would, the passion won't be there. So if I'm going for passion, I think it would be Brad. If I'm not going for passion, I'm just quick snog, probably Jim Carrey. That's uh, Andy. okay. Uh, I mean, I would go for 60 year old Brad Pitt over 30 year old Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. You didn't have to pick the 60 year old. You could have just picked I'm just the- saying, I'm just putting that caveat in there. What, what are you trying to say here now, Andy? I'm just saying that, that uh, regardless of age, I'd go for Brad Pitt. You know? You're like the mature man in your uh, in your life there? Yes. Is that, yeah? Okay. Just provider and supplier. <laughs> I was like going to say, <laughs> not just in my life, and then thought better of it. <laughs> All right. Me and Andy are both heterosexual men, by the way. <laughs> just so you know. Just feel like Jim Carrey would be all and lips and teeth. Absolutely fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like it'd be, uh, you know, sloppy tongue Sorry. action. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It'd be like whipping it around it like he's yeah. Indiana Jones's whip. Favorite. I'm just yeah. going to throw this Favorite Jim Carrey film? Mine is probably Liar Liar, which is an odd Ooh. choice. Um, the Grinch. Because uh, it's you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I I know you. I think it's Penny. I think it might be both of you don't like the film. I really like the Truman Show. Uh, I I haven't watched it for a long time. I found it quite dry when I last I tried to watch it, it. Even though Netflix tried to push it on me that one time, I made a Netflix game and it was trying oh, to make yeah. me watch it all the time. Yeah, yeah. What a fucking day that was. <laughs> um, Eternal Sunshine's good as well, but I I just oh, kind never of like the it. Truman Show. I feel like I want to watch Eternal Sunshine, but I also want it to be real. So I haven't watched it because it would make me sad that I can't erase certain people from my brain. Wow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and which two people much. are that? <laughs> any any uh, any hints of who you want to erase from Oh, your ex-boyfriends. Brain? Not you two. You're fine. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Uh, yeah, sure. That's what she says. That's what she says. <laughs> and I've got one more odd fact, which... Yeah. Muriel's Wedding also came out in 1994. Right. And Gabby Milgate, who plays Muriel's sister, happened to also be on the Australian version of Celebrity Big Brother. Right. So until she was voted off, she kept like taking on the persona of different characters because I guess she was an actress and like she kept playing different parts that she'd done. And she kept telling viewers to vote off other housemates because they're terrible. Like in the, in Muriel's like, Muriel, you're terrible. So no wonder they fucking voted her out. She sounds insufferable. Mm. It just made me laugh that she went on Celebrity oh, Big it? Brother. Yeah. Oh. And she went on Celebrity Big Brother and was just like, oh, vote them out. They're terrible. They're terrible. They're like, we're getting rid of you, mate. You're a dick. Who won that series? I don't know. Australian Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> That's a fucking deep reach. <laughs> fucking hell. Jedward. Jedward. Just asking. Shit. Fine. Uh, uh, Tony Collette's in Muriel's Wedding. Yes, she I've, is. I've never seen this. I don't no, think I've ever I've seen, seen it, seen but I knew that bit. My favourite film from 1994. 
You can, can guess. We guess. Are you looking at this? So you can guess. Uh, I'm going to go with the Flintstones. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Uh, that is a good film, though, isn't it? I haven't. I, so you, <laughs> no, you, it's not. You can tell I was looking up facts. Um, Mel Blanc did the voice of Dino, which was odd because he had died five years before. But they actually took a bunch of different bits of Dino from the cartoons that he had recorded and put it into the movie. Just I used nice. to love Dino. Uh, I think your favourite film of 1994 was um, Stargate. <laughs> no. Does anyone want to make a real guess? D2, The Mighty Ducks. I mean, no, that is a good one. That's the best of the three. Uh, it's obviously is Natural it? Born Killers. It's, yeah. it's clearly Natural Born Killers. Yeah, that is one of my favourite movies of all time. Have either of you seen it? No, no, you keep telling me off for not seeing it. I'm going to put it in the hat then, because it is one of my favourite movies <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Um, we might not shit on it to be fair I think we might both enjoy it <laughs> you know how I, I don't really like Tarantino but I like the movies that he's written he wrote the original script but he wasn't overly impressed with the rewrites so he asked to have his writing credits removed so he's not credited for the screenplay just the story so you know how my other favourite one from whatever year it was was True Romance which is what he wrote and didn't direct same mm. with this one interesting Ah, Dan, what's your favourite film from 1994? I'm not finished. Sorry, Penn, what's... <laughs> <laughs> Look who's hosting now. That's also not... Uh, continue, uh, well, Penn. Just, I thought this was a good fact that was very on brand. The film inspired over a dozen copycat mur murders, some of which involved imagery and dialogue from the movie. Yeah. One victim's family even attempted to sue Warner Brothers. And it is my favourite thing that Robert Downey Jr. has ever done. It is my favourite character of his. I think he's incredible in it. I am definitely going to put it in the hat now because I forgot how fucking good that movie is. But, Pan, what about the Marvels? No, he's better in this as... Uh, as Wayne, he plays an Australian um, journalist, Wayne Gale, and he's incredible. Wayne Gale is the most Australian name. It's, it's mm. such a good movie. I, um, G'day, mate. I'm Wayne Gale. That is that is it, yeah. <laughs> we I did film studies when I was at college, and we had to bring in like our fa like a scene we liked or our favourite scene from a movie, and someone brought in the television sitcom scene, for people that have seen it, mm. Um and I saw that and was like, this is fucking incredible. And immediately, I say went home and watched it. I was 16 and I, we didn't have streaming. So somehow I got hold of it and watched it. Probably it, went it to is. your local video rental store. Probably. I wouldn't have been, over, I wouldn't have been old enough to rent it because it's an 18. So, mm. but yeah. What is your favorite film from 1994, Dan? Well, I kind of mentioned Pulp Fiction was kind of in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so much to choose from. The Neverending Story 3. How oh, can you forget a third that one? one? Oh, classic. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking worst um, uh, Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme and Kylie Minogue Police I mean, Academy 7 on. Mission to Moscow oh, Police Academy 7 My that Girl 2 <laughs> gets killed by bees again there you go. <laughs> I don't know uh, what happens the, in the second one The Swan Princess remember The Swan Princess that animated okay film no yeah, no, no I don't The Little Rascals The Little Rascals that's a good one, though. I've got two pickles. I've got two pickles today. Hey, hey. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> okay. There's, there's a lot. Um, I'm Black Beauty. Fucking Black Beauty. What a fucking film. But if I was going for one to recommend, I would, of course, go for Speed. Because yeah, it's a good movie. Speed. It's it's Speed. Better it's than just Speed 2 Cruise film. Control. It is better than Speed 2 Cruise Control. If you just want classic Keanu, 
who's Even supposed to be kind of panicking, but he's got that Keanu face. He has the <laughs> same like the wooden, face. Wooden yeah. expression. He has the same face throughout the entire film. You can like literally see it's the it's the shocked but scared look. It's but, kind uh, of huh? Uh, 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 it's the, the kind of Bill and Ted. Blow up. It's a little bit it's a little bit Bill and Ted-ish. He's trying to come <laughs> away from that, but Either way, I, I like Speed. I think it's a fun little film. It's been a long time since I saw that. I liked uh, Maverick, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Four Weddings and a Funeral came out as well. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura is okay. Uh, I, obviously, The Unusual Suspects is in there. Shawshank. Is it really? Is it? it wasn't on my mm-hmm. list. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Are you on Wikipedia? Suspects. Did I just no. miss it? I'm on oh. Google. I've just oh, been Wiki- 1994 movies and it's come uh, up. Well, Wikipedia has one for every year and it's either not on there or I scan read it too quickly. So, the, my bad. The Crow as well. Uh, it, excuse me, it came out in 1995. Ah, uh, that's why. Usual Suspects. Oh, you've just ruined next week, Andy. I had oh, a whole I'm thing so planned. Sorry. Again. He's ruined it again because I remember him I'd have been doing like, this before. I said the I'm name so of the movie on, of the podcast in the movie and you'd have gone, no, that's the unusual suspects. I mean, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing people. Was having a limp. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favourite film from 1994 and I think one of my favourite films of all time is Leon. Yeah, you love Leon, don't you? Ah, the assassin man. Mm. I'm sad you didn't buy that wall art that I sent you of Leon. Yeah, I mean, I've got some Leon Warlock behind me, but yeah, it's genuinely a a fantastic film. Again, a very young actress doing things that she shouldn't be doing in their first role. They were, she was, I think in the book it said that they were supposed to get even closer including a scene where he walks this in on her. This is Natalie the, Portman we're talking about for people who don't. Yeah, yeah walking yes. in on her, like having a bath or something. But Natalie Portman's parents were like, no, no. Well, they also <laughs> didn't let her, smoke. like she smokes in, or like it's implied that she smokes, but you never actually see her breathe it in no. or drag or anything. Um, but yeah, it that is a genuinely fantastic film. I could watch it. She was Once 12 a month. just because we're pointing those things out. She was 12 in Leon. Yeah. It's also like um, on the films, I'm going to probably butcher it because I, because I, he's French, but it's, it's Jean R- R- Jean Romero. Ren- yeah. Jean, Jean Reno. Thank you. Jean Reno. He's, he's really good. And I've barely seen him in a lot of things. He never Especially gets... in the 90s and, well, and he was in, He was in Mission Impossible. Yeah, I remember. But he yeah, never he's never cast as like the leading man because he's a no. you know, weird looking dude. But he French? um and he's French. But he's fantastic in this and most things. Like he is he is great. He's been in so many films that you look through his like just his back catalogue, but it's he's never you never kind of see him like even No. You know, recent, like in the forefront at least. But like it's yeah, it's a bit strange because that film is like it is spectacular. It's a good film, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's it. Yeah, Leon. It was a thank good. You. It was a good year for movies. I it think. Was, anyway, I, I look forward to not having anything to talk about in 
Thank you, Penny. You're welcome. What, what was your joke? <laughs> what was your joke that maybe got missed there? That what I, joke? made me laugh. What joke? Oh, the, the greatest trick, trick that... that... We're talking about the usual suspects. And yeah. Dan started the quote, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled, and I said, was having a limp. And then I said, spoilers. <laughs> it really made Dan laugh. I don't know if I'll cut that out. I guess it's an old film. Right? Yeah, just leave it in. Andy, it's been a while. It's been a while. You're yeah. going to do that every time I say it. Yeah, it's from Critical Role. I can't help it. I've been brainwashed. Uh, fucking nerd with your D&D and your, your 20 roles and your character sheets and your fucking... Says the man anyway, that did I, a D&D game on this very podcast. Never, yeah, it didn't, never, didn't work. It doesn't <laughs> exist. It doesn't exist. It, you can never find it. It's not in the archives. You can never find it. <laughs> the thing is, I imagine he would have deleted it. Like, he's re-edited it, cut it all out, and it's just a 20-minute episode with nothing else in it. Apart right. from an apology. It, wasn't, it was only because Andy didn't understand. I think it that's was, what made it enjoyable. Yeah, it was great. It was chaos. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Andy, you've been doing stuff. Yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm just going to go back to Disney+. Plus. Uh, we have been watching a series that came out a while ago. But we never really thought about watching it until maybe Monday. It's now Thursday. And we've done eight out of ten episodes. We have been watching Monsters at Work. At Work? Monsters at Work. At Home. Is that the Monsters, Inc. thing? This is the Monsters, Inc. series (gasps) that follows on from... Yeah, I think it's been out for a while. Came out last year. I don't really watch Disney Plus because there's no Loki. So this (laughs) series follows... (laughs) Fucks on brand as always. Fuck <laughs> This series follows uh, a monster called Tyler. T- oh, it's not Tyler Tuckman. It's Tyler Tuskman. Tuskman. Tus- Tyler Tuskman. That's it. He qualifies to become a scarer. He goes to Monsters Inc. for his first day. Unfortunately, the day before they, the events of Monsters Inc. the film have oh. occurred. So he goes to become a scarer, and then there are no scarers. So they have jokesters oh. instead. Oh, is in so like the end of the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the next day. Well, no. It's, it, so at the end of Monsters Inc., you've got it really successful and everything, and you know. Oh yeah, and they use laughs yeah. instead. Of, yeah. It's the bit yeah. in between that where they're now using laughs, oh. but it's only been open for a week, and they're just made like Mike yeah. and Sally and just been made CEO to scare, and not not be funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm guessing they all go bankrupt. Well. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I made episodes in, but no one's been fired yet. Um, okay, that's good. No but so he he ends up going to see the recruit person, the like head of recruitment, and they say, "Oh, uh, we don't have to take scares anymore. Um, try this job with Mift, which is the Monsters Inc. facilities team, and they're the team who are responsible for keeping Monsters Inc. running." And it is just a cavalcade of bullshit. <laughs> like they just, they just, they right. they're sort of clumsy and they fix some stuff, but also they break stuff. And it's just the standard sort of Pixar escapades that you would expect from Monsters Inc. It's really quite warming. It's funny as fuck. There's loads of throwbacks to both yeah. the series and the film. Sorry, both the two films. So like you have characters return. You have references to things that have happened and it's it's really it's really good like we've been putting my legs bed and going oh do you want to go to bed let's just no, watch let's an watch episode of monsters inc <laughs> i love that milo's gone to bed and you're like let's watch this 
But it's like family friendly enough for us to put it on whilst he's around instead of, say, I don't know, Preacher, which we, in yeah. fairness, have finished. Mike and Sully in this. Mike and Sully are in it. You get There's other people who are in it. Jennifer Tilly's back as Celia or Cecilia or whatever she's called. Roz has an appearance. She's then replaced by her sister. She's always watching. Called Rose. Rose and Roz. So it, there's a lot of like fun, silly references that are scattered throughout. And it's it's really enjoyable. Genuinely really enjoyable. I think given some of the like heavier shit on Disney Plus, you know, with uh, Moon Knight and all that stuff, this is, oh. this is far easier to watch and just fun. That said... I watched the film today. I want to say it's a classic. <laughs> That's not what you said to us in the message. Well, I said that in the message that I was going to be watching a guaranteed zero out of ten. And I was going <laughs> on the rankings from Rotten Tomatoes, of which it is a zero out of ten, oh. with the uh, scores that aren't edited, that aren't audience scores. What's the other scores? Critics. Critic. Ah, critic scores. That's the one. Thank <laughs> oh, you. Them. <laughs> them. I remember. I love them, chumps. <laughs> and I watched the Nan movie. <laughs> oh. The Nan movie. The as Nan in, movie. As in the Catherine Tate character, oh, Nan. No. You remember in the mid to late 2000s? Yeah. Where <laughs> Little Britain and the Catherine Tate show were fucking everywhere. And yeah. you had this sort of old Cockney woman who was the, like, the nan. And she told you to um, fuck off. Yeah. yeah, she was, like, telling everyone to fuck off and everything was a fucking liberty and slightly inappropriate and, yeah. The Mrs. Brown's boys of that era, would you say? Kind of show? <laughs> yeah, but Mrs. Brown's <laughs> boys is shitter. At least the Catherine Tate show was relatively funny yeah. at points. Fair. Okay. And, you know, it wasn't a dude dressed up as an old woman. Sure. It was a woman dressed up as an old woman. I have a right. question. Yeah. Do... I mean... <laughs> did did we ever need a Nan movie, do you think? Like, if they'd have done this 10 years I ago... I certainly was campaigning for it in 2005. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, is this one where they're like, they should, this would have been all right if they did it 10 years ago? Or is this just like, we never needed this? Um, I, I, I don't know why they've made this at all. When did it come it's out? Oh, isn't it? This Literally year? like. Like the other week. Two weeks ago. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. It's a 2022 film. What? Yeah. That's oh, okay. like why, like you know, we I think we talked about um, when we talked about Wayne's World, like SNL. Yeah, we did with like Coneheads and stuff, and they did. They were like, "Oh, Wayne's World's popular on SNL. We'll make it into a movie," and they did yeah. it with other characters and stuff. It didn't work, so that's why I was like, "Well, maybe ten years ago when Catherine Tate was on, yeah, maybe it would have worked." But is she mm. all right? Does she? Is she? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm so genuine. It sounds like she needs some money. That Doctor no, Who money's well, running that's, out. Well, that's it. What what's she done recently? <laughs> besides, well, I, I, I don't know. Like, because I remember seeing the trailer for this and going, "Wait, what? What year? Yeah, like, it? this is a thing." And couldn't fucking believe that in 2022, nearly 15 years. <laughs> no, that's bad maths. <laughs> nearly uh, eight years after no. it stopped, like that, it was back. And I just don't understand why. Just all she's done is like bits of cartoon voices and like my, my drunk history and stuff and like bits in TV movies. Yeah, side bits, right? Just yeah, like of... nothing. 
Nothing. Uh, she did the voice in Asterix and Obelix, apparently. Good for her. Uh, apparently there was a TV Nan movie in 2014. So they did <laughs> Catherine <laughs> Tate's was... Nan, the TV movie. Yeah, there was a few sort of spin-offs that the Nan did, but the, even the last one of those was 2015. And that was a special. Obviously, it wasn't that fucking special, if you know what I mean. Do you know that uh, Anton Deck stole her award? What award? Her best comedy TV show for Catherine Tate show. They stole her award. Like Why? from her house? Or like- no, from, from the comedy awards. <laughs> Anton Deck. They, like, you weren't funny. Illegally. <laughs> um, illegally. They like broke they haven't the done law. anything else illegal. No, legitimate. Uh, you can look this up. She was meant to win best TV show, whatever, at the Comedy Awards in 2000 and something. Anton Deck Saturday Night Takeaway won it. And it turned out that there was tampering going on and she should have won it. And they had to give back the award and she she has it <gasps> back now. Legit. Legit. I thought you meant they were being like cheeky chaps and they stole it. Not there was fucking voter fraud. Well, no, there was going on. I don't know who's paid to fraud. <laughs> I don't know. But we don't Should know. make it sound dramatic? They could have paid someone off to make sure they won. Fucking nation's favorite Anton Deck. There you wow. go. I mean, if anyone can get away with it. Yeah. 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 It could have been like, well. if you don't give us this award, Ant will drive you home. Drunk. Yeah. Cut, cut that, <laughs> that out. Was the joke. That was the joke. <laughs> it's funnier when you the- explain it. The thing is, I nearly went a step further and said, this is the biggest crime with a celebrity since Jimmy Savile. Oh. And thought, that's too far. Just so finish that documentary. Cut, cut that out. Oh, it's not. Uh, it was not a pleasant watch. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the Nan film. The Nan movie, yeah. Uh. It was fucking fantastic. Um, uh, can't wait. So it, it start, obviously it's got Catherine Tate in. It's got uh, Matthew Horne as back as the grandson, Jamie. Ugh. And it's about... I met him, he was uh, a twat. Oh, I thought we'd okay. go with, you know, when we used to say all this stuff in the very early episodes and oh, isn't there an shit. episode talking about us getting cancelled in the title and bringing we it might, back. Yeah, we'll bring it yeah. back. We're, we're bringing it back getting cancelled. We might as well get cancelled 400. Let's do it. So, <laughs> so this film, essentially, like you get reintroduced to the nan and she's uh we've forgotten through. about her because she's been well, gone yeah, for so long. Well, yeah, because she's gone for so fucking long. <laughs> yeah, she must be dead she's, by now. Strolling around a market in London, sort of being a bit of a cockney geezer, like, oh, sweetheart, how's it going? Oh, I love your fucking apples. And then she'll walk away and go, they're fucking rancid, mate, you prick. That sort of stuff. She meets up with her grandson, Jamie, in the market, and they go to this stall just to sort of set the level of what sort of comedy we're expecting. She she picks up this uh, little, tiny little Buddha statue and goes, oh, yeah, I'll have that one, I think. And they go, all right, 50 quid. She's like, no, I'll have it. I've only got a tenner. So she buys a statue for a tenner. And then from out of frame, it's a big four foot statue. Right. Which is then carried like back to the market. So you're like, okay, well, that's really funny. I don't. She then gets back to the flat. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so like, she picks up this tiny little Buddha statue, yeah. implying that that's the one that she's going to buy. Yes. And then. The one she that she gets with- is actually from out of frame that you can't see as the viewer, and it's a big, like, four or five foot statue. That. That's not of the Buddha. It's not. That's funny. not how you and make it a joke. Really make any <laughs> sense. We're getting to the punchline. And punch he line. wouldn't do that. Okay, okay. So, so we're getting to the punchline. Give her a chance. So she, so she takes it, uh, Jamie carries it to the flat. 
they're like he's about to get in the lift with it there's people in the lift and uh she's like oh no there's no room so he has to take up the stairs no room for him to just get wait the for the next lift yeah he doesn't he takes up the stairs they then get to the front door of her flat and her neighbors were also in the lift and they're getting into their flat and they're like oh you should come around for dinner or whatever and we'll hang out and she's like nah i'm not interested and then they say why have you got a giant statue of robert mugabe and she says i thought it was trevor mcdonald that's the punchline i don't know what that's got to do with the buddha but okay couldn't the she have just said, she picked I want up to a buy that statue for 10 well, that's pound, what not she... 50 pound yeah, that's what she did. She just picked up a different statue. So the one that and, she wanted was the, was the Robert Mugabe like, one. No, you can't have the Robert Mugabe She sort one. of like, well, he wanted to get rid of it because no one wanted to buy a Robert well, Mugabe statue. <laughs> fair, fair. So she bought it for a tenner. Is she all she, right? Is she? <laughs> I'm not all right. I, I'm, I'll reiterate. <laughs> is she all right? I don't know. Okay. I've got some issues. I've got bigger issues than this at the end once I've gone through. Catherine, if um, you are listening, you know, pick up the phone. We love your apples or whatever pick Andy up, said. Pick up the phone. Oh, oh no. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've just. Did you? Yeah. Did you, yeah. Who? Uh, well, let's let's hold fire and we'll address oh. that at the end. What? I think Penn's just had a little browse on Wikipedia. Oh, I would. No. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Right, let's not. No. no. So. My heart. Jamie tells her that he's got this mini bus that's a craft van, like a a craft bus for um. You have my attention. People with like psychiatric issues, and I'm sort of using that umbrella oh. loosely. So he uses it to help as a sort of art therapy. We'll come back to this in about 30 seconds. She <laughs> gets a letter from her sister saying that she's dying, and she's like, ah, oh, what a load of old shit. I'm not interested. So he is like, well, let's go and see the sister because you should make amends. Like, why don't you ever talk about her? She's your blood let's go and see her yeah neighbors mm-hmm. knock on the door and Even they're like she told them they weren't in, she wasn't interested yeah and they're like well why don't you come for dinner tonight because you're not around on sunday and she's like no nah, my sister's dead uh sorry <laughs> and he's like oh okay well it's um funny <laughs> you laughed <laughs> laugh count one for penny it, it culminates in like jamie saying oh well let's go away to get away and stop thinking about it secretly he's thinking we're going to go on a road trip and go and see your sister see the, yeah. she thinks they're going to a spa in coventry now back to the minibus on the side of the minibus bearing in mind this is a craft specific art mm. therapy bus yeah. it has crafts undo negative thinking on the side oh very and funny. when you slide the door it, it moves says- all the letters apart from cunt Oh, she's from South End. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> I should have added, she yes. thinks the neighbours are swingers and that's why she doesn't want to have anything to do with them. She fucking hates her sister, the one who's dying. And throughout the film, you get like snapshots of like them growing up. And like as a really young kid, when she found out she was having a sister, her dad says, you know, you've always got to look after her and protect her and whatever, blah, 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 blah. You snap forwards a few years and they're in the war and... They're I just out imagine two dance. little kids like with the metal hats when you said they were in the war. So they're not they're not technically in the war. <laughs> no. Penn loves this film. What the fuck are we <laughs> Penn's fucking I'm, I'm rewriting it in my head and making it she better. She loves it. So they're not in the war, but it is wartime. 
and right. they're at like a, a you know one of the swinging 40s dances where everyone's fucking dressed to the gills and there's soldiers there in uniform whatever and the nan meets this guy called Walter who's a big handsome black dude who's American and she is like head over heels with him and he's into her but her sister Nellie who's played by uh, Catherine Parkinson is not that stoked about it so she's trying to like get involved as well and it culminates that like they're sort of competing against each other for this dude's attention Mm-hmm. So they fell out over a dude. That's the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Women. What are they like? Yeah. yeah. So she Sport she makes she makes him laugh by like putting half a boiled egg over each eye and sticking her tongue out like a lizard. But she says, like, "Does that get you off, guys? With that, if, uh, if no, a potential I, lady? It depends on the you? egg. Depends on the egg. <laughs> I mean, it, oh, it did look like a good soft boiled egg. I if will it's say, free range, free range, more of free range. You don't want one of those eggs that's got like the grey bits around the outside no. of the yolk. That's, like, that's, a no. that's a good shit. That's a good shit. No, it was a proper soft. Like it looked like it was going to drip out. Like a good, Ooh. genuine, good. You know, hard that's dangerous yeah. if you put it up to your eyes. Hashtag food chat. So she's she's like, oh, uh, he, he. I used to make him laugh, and we used to connect really well. Uh, but she did have a tidy pair of knockers, which he valued more than regional accents, <laughs> because her sister can't do impressions, apparently. Right. But what's the question? My what's heart question? is breaking a little bit more every time you tell a shit joke. Knowing is she, what I know. Are we sure she's all right? I'm being. <laughs> a, uh. I don't get it. Like, I get it. I get it, but I don't get it, you know? Like, I get mm. what you're trying to do here, but you kind of need to be, be a bit more clever, is what I'm trying to say. A bit more clever with the jokes. It's, it's not like, It's not very subtle, I'll be honest. No. It's, not it's very made subtle. $2 million so far. I know. It's insane. I don't just, know how, it's only been out for about two weeks. Who's seeing this? Who's watching it? Two... The mums, the mums of dads the nans. of B- The nans are going out in support of the nan. Anyway, so we, we cut back to her in the van, right? In the minibus. Right. The cum bus, the, right? The cum Yeah, the cum bus. And they're, yeah. they're, <gasps> we all know. said it in one episode. We've never mm. done that before. I'm we sure definitely we, have. I'm sure we said it. Every time someone says it, no, I the try other not two to follow suit. No, you normally not. say it first. No, I don't. You do. My mother would be I mean, I've got no issue saying it. I don't care. All right, get on with it, cunt. Um, so she's talking they're in the car she's talking about or they're in the bus and she's talking about how she needs a piss and they're like oh we're 12 miles away we can't stop so she gets a a Tupperware out and just pisses in an open Tupperware and then (laughs) it sloshes I'm I'm gonna be honest here I've done that before (laughs) because I was desperate not the best I mean most people say bottles if you've got a bottle lying around, this is a... Bottle's fine, yeah. Tip, An tip. Oasis, because it's got a slightly wider... Oasis is fantastic because yep. you can disguise it as a actual Oasis drink because if in case you have to put it in the bin or something, people won't question it because it's the same colour as Oasis, you piss. Well, it's also got a wider sort of opening, so you can get yourself in. You can get yourself in. You get yourself in. This is for I the a, men we're talking to. Right? I had a friend once, uh, it was, she was a lady. Yes. Um, she... <laughs> She pissed in a crisp packet. Sure. Oh. What, Chris McCoy's? <laughs> was saw when he got walkers. Oh, but oh. that fucking stunk afterwards. <laughs> and then, 
we were in like stop start traffic and I tapped the brakes and she panicked and squeezed the back. <gasps> I've never done that. Oh, and I the have... worst part is that happened more than once. Oh no. The second time, much better control because because uh, yeah. she, you know, learned not to squeeze from the bottom up. I um, I had to I had to leave when we left Download Fence Festival to go back to our hotel, and we had been drinking, and our hotel was only about 10, 15 minutes away, so it was fine until we got stuck in traffic, and we were getting to the point there's like a little country road coming out of Download for you, and I was like, when we get on the motorway, it's gonna be another ten minutes, and I was like, I can't, so I said to my mate who was driving, I was like, Dom, I've got, I've got to pee. Like, we have to, we have to, I have to pee before we get on that motorway. So he pulled over so there was somewhere, because it's just like a row of cars. So I was like, I need to find like a bush. Otherwise, I'm literally just going to have like 50 headlights on me having to pee. Yeah. And it was Standard. fine. Found it, found a little area, you know, got it down, pulled my pants down. Um, had to pee so bad, I'd already started peeing, which is when I realized I was in a patch of stinging nettles. I had Ooh. pulled my pants down and put my hands in the stinging nettles. <laughs> Couldn't take them out so because I didn't want to piss all over myself. Um, luckily, saved all the important areas, but I managed to slightly sting my butt cheeks. And when I drove home the next day, my hands were felt like I had pins and needles the entire way home. <laughs> does piss help with uh, stinging nettles? I know it does no, for jellyfish. Jellyfish. I don't know. I've never... Tried it. Try it. So. Shall we try it? Well, next time, yeah. try next it. Time. Just see if it helps. Next time, one of us falls in a stinging nettle, just piss on yourself. I mean, it was what it was worth it. Like, if I had to go back and do it again, I would do that rather than piss myself. So it's fine. We've all been there. Yeah. Not so Jamie's Packett. side hustle, <laughs> aside from doing the craft bus, is he likes to he likes to make animations on YouTube. Oh. Fucking YouTube. He's got 30 subscribers. Wow. Good on you. We all start somewhere. How many and do we have? The janky as fuck. Like, I. This all just happened without me knowing about it, and I thought I was having some sort of stroke. <laughs> like, it, one second he's in the car, and the next her eyes go all funny, and then the next, like, the, uh, an animated car is just driving around. It's like, um. Almost like shit South Park, you know? Mm hmm. Sure. All this talk of piss, I've really got to go. <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> He's doing a me. All right, He's go on, go, go, go. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. I might be all right. Let's see. Let's see how we go. We're gonna go if you got a pit, there's a pack of McCoys behind you. If you need, we got to ten use minutes. It. I'm fine. Salt and vinegar. There's quite a lot. I can see four bottles, four a can, bottles. and two mugs behind, and yeah. a candle. So there's, you're probably there's fine. There's a Lucas bottle behind me, and that is a wide spout. So make we sure be fine. you hold it up to the mic so we get a good piss injection <laughs> uh, noise. So uh, yeah. So there's a place we're going to Coventry, except he deliberately misses the turning, so they end up in Liverpool. Um, what? That's I don't like, know. That's the other way. That's halfway. That's like I don't know. a hundred yes, something do you know miles. Motorways? That's, Coventry uh, they, is in the middle of England. No, wait. Coventry is in the middle of England. Liverpool is on the fucking coast above Wales. What the fuck? Yeah. It's where <laughs> Liverpool is sort of... West well, Midlands, isn't it? I can forgive shitty jokes, right? Logistics, <laughs> but not bad geography. Not fucking, yeah, I can't forgive for geography and logistics. I'm not having that. <laughs> so they end up at this hostel, right. and uh, there's a party going on, and <laughs> they're trying to get some sleep, and she's like, oh, I fucking had enough of this. I once knocked out a skinhead. I'll go and have a chat with him. 
So she goes down and the next thing you know, she's lying on a she's pool table lie. covered in shots and she's like necking them with them. They end up going clubbing <laughs> and she drops her angina pill whilst in the club and she's on the floor looking for it and some guy goes, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I dropped a pill and they want, you You want to drop a pill? Of course. So she ends up, that was going. ends up, yeah. She's off her tits. She's crowd surfing. They get back to the hostel and there is a traffic warden who allegedly used to work in the same place that Nana lives and she got her fired because she was just being a dickhead. And this traffic warden fucking hates Nana. So she's got I mean, alpha. she could just hate her because she's met her, but all right, backstory. It turns out that she's waiting all night for him. And Jamie puts her back to bed, puts Nana back to bed, and she's like, oh, I'm proud of you, big love, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts and she farts in his face. Mm. So anyway, the people she's hanging out with are Australian rugby players. Obviously, she's, you know, she's been up all night. She's knackered. So she falls asleep in the minibus. And Jamie sees this as the perfect opportunity to (laughs) take her to Ireland. I thought they were going to Liverpool. They were in Liverpool. That's where the hostel was. So then they get... The dying sister was in Ireland the whole time. Yeah. So is that how you get to Ireland from Coventry? You go to Liverpool? Yeah, you take a ferry. ferry. No, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) She's not in Coventry. She's in probably No, but they were going to Coventry to the spa. (laughs) Yeah, they took a wrong turning, so they end up in Liverpool. So they went to Liverpool. Liverpool. If I wanted to go to Ireland right now, is that what I do? I have to drive to Liverpool and get a boat? Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm asking. I don't know. Everything north of Watford to me is the north, so I don't know. Go to Belfast from there. So they go to Dublin. So they go to Dublin. <laughs> so they go. So they end up in Dublin. Oh, the great port of Dublin. Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> and the traffic warden is still following them on her bike. She's well outside her on jurisdiction now. Yeah. Motorbike. Them she's houses. well outside her jurisdiction. Also, she's a traffic warden and not a cop. It's like a xenomorph. She keeps following what her around. What is she going to do when she gets them? I'm Eat sure them. we'll find out. <laughs> well, that's a good question. We'll Eat find them. out. She's drinking a load of um, Guinness. Because nah, obviously, really, with an and Irish guy, really, and he's got MMM tattooed on his arm. His name is Mick, and she calls him Mick 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 because that's what she thinks. <laughs> so that's the tattoo quite funny. Stands for. <laughs> Mick Mick. How is that funny? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because this none of this is. This funny. is this is made for you. Why are you complaining about it? What the fuck? I would have called him Mama Mick to be fair, not Mick Mick Mick. That's too much. Mama Mick. They um they go to this sort of like hilltop and they overlook the city of Dublin, which I assume is probably not Dublin because it looks way too big. And, Has Nan uh, not questioned why they're in Ireland? Yeah. She's like, oh, why are we okay. in Ireland? And he's like, oh, well, we're here now. She's like, oh, okay, fair enough. So they're like sleeping on top of this the minibus and they're looking at the stars and stuff. And she tells him about water again, mm-hmm. about how he she gets a letter one day and she's about to be deployed. Uh, he's about to be deployed, and he says, "Come and meet me." And her sister Nell notices that she's being cheery and like, you know, generally like full of she's life. Cock blocker, isn't she? Mm. So she says that she's pregnant. Oh, with and she goes, "She got yeah." Well, she's with Walter. Her sister is with Walter. Oh, so she goes to see Walter to send him off. And he's like, oh, I would have regretted not seeing you before I go to war. I think we could have really had something. And I'm sorry that it hasn't worked out. 
uh, and she's like, I don't give a shit. See you later, mate. Off he goes to war. She's obviously sad, but she's like putting on the bro face because she just wants to bin him off. Back in real time, Mick 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 has been making some craft thing. I think it's just funny when Andy says it. (laughs) He's been making some craft thing and it looks like a fucking mess. And it turns out he's like, oh, it's... it's, uh, uh, the dichotomy between man and animal and wanting to burn something from the inside and the, the destruction of consumerism. Sure. Mike. And sure. they're all, they're all by this point on top of the bus and the radio is on and there's a news report and the news report says there's been a spate of terrorism and farm buildings have burned down. A little terrorism. Uh, I think I want to say little terrorism, okay. but like farm buildings have been burnt down and the animals have been set free. And it's some like extremist uh, vegan who has MMM <gasps> tattooed on their arm. Mick. And she's, she's <gasps> like Mick, Mick, Mick. And he's like, meat is meat means murder. Surely it's meat is murder. Surely. So it should be Mim. I, I agree with you, but meat means murder, I guess <laughs> is the only way to have Mick, Mick, Mick. Uh, it turns Mick, out Mick. he's, he's a terrorist. Oh, and he's got a bomb strapped to his chest. Now, <laughs> is Mick Irish? Yes. Problematic? Dan? Dan? I mean, I saw a coming. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's obvious. Well, maybe not obvious, but I, I definitely, I was waiting for, maybe it's not the Guinness joke that they're going to make. Maybe it's not because he's called Mick Mick Mick. There's got to be something else they're going to try and do Potatoes or terrorism, and... that's what you got. All right, you're pushing it now. <laughs> sure, why not? It's, it's, it's fine with me. Cool. So Mick <laughs> has a plan to take them both hostage and uh, destroy a farm uh, and release... I think it's actually a slaughterhouse. And, like, destroy okay. the slaughterhouse, release all the animals. That's pretty Irish. I'll give them that. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. All right. <laughs> so they pull up at this, like, warehouse or whatever it is, and... He's handcuffed to Nan, and just as they're walking toward, like she spent the whole journey eating pork scratchings and like uh, fridge raiders and rustlers. <laughs> of course, yeah, she yeah, yeah. All sorts Dan of loves a rustler. Classic shit in Penny's hey, diet. I am better than a rustler, thank you. You make your own rustlers. You like posh dairy Lee. I did have that Aldi's um, Big Mac that they made. It was pretty good. The big stack. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> So they're handcuffed together and he's talking about, oh, we're going to do some explosion. And she's like, oh, I need an explosion myself. The, the meat and the Guinness is not oh. mixed well. And then they go behind a bush and she just like shits her bowels out. They then blow up the warehouse. All the chickens are free. Oh, I'm glad they at least let the chickens out. The traffic one sees all of this. And then in uh, animated form, they outrun the police and that the traffic warden. Animated form? Yeah, you know the shit YouTube animation that, that Jamie makes? Oh, it just turns into that. Yeah. For no so they, reason. For no reason. Practically into it's the like, Spider-Verse. It's like whenever they need something that is big budget, they're like, let's just yeah. animate we'll it. it. We'll draw it shitly. And we'll draw it badly. <laughs> yeah. So they do that. They end up hiding and getting away. And Jamie's like, we're fucked. We're going to get arrested. We need you to should. do something. So she calls up her Australian mates who are now also in Ireland, the ones that she was clubbing with in Liverpool, they're somehow in Ireland. And they're like, we've got a plan because we're a rugby team. So they turn the the minibus, which I should add (laughs) was like a bumblebee. They've turned it into the the Australian flag. 
It was a bumblebee like the Transformer, not like a... No, it had uh, a bee on top and, uh, <laughs> and a stinger. It had and a stinger. wings. It <laughs> and it was stinger. yellow and black fluff, legitimately. Oh, so it was, it was, like. it was painted like a bee, not like a... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Bumblebee starring. Well, no, I got that. But you, when you said like like a Bumblebee, I was like, he can't mean it was painted like a Bumblebee because I thought it had cunt on the side. So I I lost a bit. Oh in no, the yeah, both, both. So it was a Bumblebee. It had cunt on the side, and it was also made of like yellow and black fluff. Yeah, like the Dumb and Dumber car that's a dog, and now it's a fluffy bee, bee, and it says cunt on the side. She, she yes, she won't get it. You could tell no, 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 I'm with it's you now, but I just thought that was too stupid, was like. so he must have meant, because you so said it, it was a wasp, a wasp. No, and then because <laughs> he said they turned it into the Australian flag, then I had a, the image of a bust turning into a transformer into a flag, and I was very confused. No. I'm with you now. Ben, it's not that difficult. No, I'm with you now. They rip all that shit yeah. off, they paint it blue and put Australian yeah. like flag yeah, yeah. colours on I'm it. I'm with you now. Stars and stripes or whatever. But not obviously Stars and Stripes because that is American. They then get stopped. Oh, they've also got wigs and face paint on, so they will look, you know, relatively similar. They then, yeah, they then get stopped at uh, a roadblock with the police. Because they're looking for the terrorisms. Yep. They're all trying to do shit Irish accents. And I say all, I mean... Jamie and Nana. Unfortunately, though, the traffic warden is also there. I don't quite know why, but she's like, oh, it's the fucking Nana. It's bullshit. The terrorist escapes at the back of a van. He's like, go and see your sister. Here's a key. I was a magician once, so I won't get raped in prison because I'll impress them with magic. (laughs) He gives her the key. They unlock each other. He runs away into a field or the police chaser and they drive off being chased by the traffic warden. So the the sister actually lives on an island off of Ireland. Is it Craggy Island? <laughs> I don't know. They don't say. It's just the island off of Ireland. The Iron Island. <laughs> I think it would have been ironic if the island off of Ireland was the UK. And <laughs> they had to go back. That would have been funny. That and they just like funny. go back yeah. to Liverpool. What yeah. an excellent joke, That would have been good. That would have been good. I mean, you, you're rewriting this. Yeah, better than they did. <sighs> so they have, to, uh, they have to get back to Ireland. Uh, to, back to the island off of Ireland. Yes. They're still being chased by the travel warden on a motorbike uh, and the ferry is just pulling out of the port so what they do is they put the foot on the accelerator hit a ramp and land perfectly on the ferry like it's a GTA stunt jump (laughs) I was waiting for the video game references to come back and I'm so excited right meanwhile the uh, the the traffic (laughs) jump It's so stupid. <laughs> up because you mentioned a video game. Because it's such a deep cut. Like, oh, go on. They definitely got the stunt bonus. They landed all four wheels. Uh, <laughs> Did they do that in cartoon or in real life? No, no, in real life. I yeah, say real that's life. That's what they spent all the money on. Probably. Meanwhile, the um, the traffic warden also hits the jump on a motorbike and misses, misses the ferry. So they end up on the island off of Ireland. They go to meet the 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 sister and Walter who is still married to her sister now. Oh. Did she and know that? she knows that. Oh. And she walks in, she sees her sister and she's like, "Oh, uh I'm here. 
you, there you go. You get one last laugh. You've got the life I should have had and uh, hope you're fucking happy. You can rub it in my face one more time. And then Walter walks downstairs in a dress as if that hmm. is another punchline. Oh, that's okay. not funny. That's just Like they build up like there's the tension in the music and then it's just him in a dress. Uh, apparently on the wedding night of Nell and Walter, his drawers were frillier than hers. Well, his drawers? As in his, fine. like, undergarments. Oh, okay. I don't understand the term. Obviously, Nan is stoked because she thought they'd be living the high life, living the dream. And it turns out the that dream. they hadn't been. Uh, and the reason they were on an island off of Ireland <laughs> is because <laughs> no they, had to, they had to sort of hide away from everyone else because of that. Because of, like, his penchants for finery. And the <laughs> reason that he was obsessed with her with Nell's tits it wasn't because of her tits Nell's it was because bras. he liked the um the mother of pearl buttons on her blouse anyway so she's she's stoked and she's like oh you know you still took my life and whatever and she's like yeah but what about your husband terry and terry's like a character who's in all the flashbacks is there like oh nan do, do you want to take genie do you want to do you want to go out for a drink or whatever and she's always like nah fuck off until Walter disappears and she's just like, yeah, I'll marry her, whatever. Hmm. It turns out that he was really nice to her and she sort of hadn't realised until that moment what a lovely life they'd had together and how good they were and all of that stuff. He's now dead, whatever. And she's like, oh, he loved me so much. Obsessed with my arsehole, but loved me <sighs> so much. Enough arseholes for another fucking week, please. Jesus. <laughs> so, she like it's all fine they're all on good terms now Jamie comes and meets them whatever doesn't matter she goes to say goodbye to them as they leave and Walter is like oh I hated Nell for keeping us apart uh, <laughs> no, and no, I can't believe like how she treated you and I thought I could have both of you at the same time or whatever but she changed and I ended up growing to love her and it's like you were married by that point you dick yeah. What an arsehole. Nan's like, I don't think I could have dealt with this and pointed to his <laughs> oh. dress. What year is it? And this is not okay anymore. This came out in 2022. Yeah, this is not okay. So then we get a lovely YouTube animation to get them back to London because it's cheaper than having to fucking film anything. Yeah. And uh, they get back to the flat, put the key in the door, and the neighbour's door opens and they're all naked. Because they're swingers. Because they're swingers. And she looks straight down the barrel of the lens and says, what a fucking liberty. That's and then does her horrendous laugh. And uh, and that's that's the Nan movie. Now, Dan. Oh. I know where it, oh. There's something that we need to address. This was written mm. by Catherine Tate and Brett Goldstein. Oh, this kills me. Brett Goldstein, of course, did a load of rewrites for Ted Lasso. He's recently won, I think, an Emmy for Ted Lasso. He was in Sesame Street. We love him. He was in Sesame Street recently, and it was, you know. And I I can't believe that he had any involvement in this. Dan literally looks like he's about to cry. I don't know if he can hear this, because he's actually taking his headphones off. (laughs) But it's just heartbreaking. Because I, like, I really like Brett Goldstein, and I, he... I wonder if he was brought in to help add depth and heart to the past. Yeah, to like the past elements. So like the stuff when they're younger. 
But it just uh, just really surprised me that he had anything to do with it. Um, Catherine Parkinson was really good. Catherine Tate was fine. It was a. Uh, it, I don't know if it deserves a zero. I can understand why because I don't really know why it was made. But it just there's some was interesting trivia dull. on uh, Incorrect Movie Database. So I don't know if this is true. The first cut of the film was delivered to investors in 2019, and it originally consisted predominantly of scenes set in the 1940s London focusing on a young nan the investor the investors were uncomfortable with the film's focus on world war ii and insisted the flashback sequences be cut significantly to accommodate a much much more of the present day plot i guess because they wanted i don't know if they were upset with it being on world war ii i think they wanted more nan because obviously in the 40s she wasn't the nan that we know. Mm. So they were like, there's not enough Nan yeah. in this Nan movie. <laughs> it's It sounds to me Which makes sense. like yeah. they had no fucking clue what they were doing making this. I'm going to be honest. And Brett, new- I'm not angry. I am. I'm, I'm just disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> new footage greatly expanding the modern day road trip sections was filmed without the director at low cost with animation sequences also used to fill in any gaps. As a result of these additions, Rourke, the director Rourke had her director's credit removed, and the release cut of the film simply does not have a director credit. Oh god! Wow, I've this, never. This is a fucking shambles, man. It's yeah, more so of a shambles basically they filmed it and they said out. you need to put way more nan in it, so they couldn't. <laughs> That's what the people want. Yeah, they couldn't get the director back or something. Filmed it without her and then put in the crappy animation to fill in the blanks. So they were like, well, mm. we did half the movie without you, so you're not the... Maybe, though, I mean, Josie is happy that she's not got her name on this piece of shit, though. I can't speak for her. Uh, I would be. I mean, I, it's it's the sort of film that was, I want to say non-offensive, but I don't mean it in like it wasn't offensive. <laughs> I just mean offensive. you can put it on and it's neither going to suck you in. Mm. Well, in fact, it's just not going to suck you in. <laughs> it's just not going to... It's absolutely fine. It's, it's a standard, nothing. like, the epitome of absolutely fine film. Like, I don't think I laughed more than twice, which, in fairness for a comedy, is pretty poor. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, at no point was I like, yeah, let's turn this shit off. Maybe that's just because I've got a low threshold for... Or a high threshold for I was say, shit I films make it all the way through fried Barry, so now I feel bad. It was, you know, we watch these films so you don't have to. You're very welcome. Uh, just, just don't make another one. Just don't make another that one. Return of the Nana. Retire in Southend. Oh, go on the beach. You know, play the coconuts. No, it's a little shit in Brighton now. Um, <laughs> it is. Andy can confirm. Um, yeah. <laughs> She'd love it. People poo on the street uh, in Worthing. She would fucking love it there. And now we're in Worthing. But either way, it's like the film. We're going everywhere. Why don't we? Yeah. You anyway, guys, why are you the worried about where people knowing where you live? I don't, I don't care that people know I live in Southampton. <laughs> I've got no issue with people knowing that I live in Devon. That's so yeah. weird. It's not a problem for me. It's fine weather here up in Cornwall. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful skies. Uh, I can see Eastbourne Pier out my window. Oh, that's beautiful. Loads of chows and OAPs hanging out. Uh, Penny, what's the social <laughs> You can find us not in Southend or any of the other places that they've mentioned, yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. but you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Unusual Suspects Pod and on Twitter at Unusual Podspect. Didn't even look for my post it note this week. I am at Penny underscore Photo Pit. I'm at Dan Talks a lot. Didn't even look at my Twitter handle there. Uh, Joyce is 21. <laughs> I have my eyes shut. <laughs> 
next week. All right, fine. Are you doing it? I was prompting you because you were Sorry, laughing. I, I didn't want you to have more dead air to edit out. I know you don't like oh, it. Oh, I, I thank you for looking out for the editor, Dan, the other version of myself. I do appreciate it. Uh, next week... <laughs> Uh, we are. Yeah, what's my our, bad? Sorry, everyone. Oh yeah, fucking. See, you don't even know. Hatchet Three is a film. Oh my yeah. god, it's not the best one, everyone. Oh, I fucking if, uh, forgot. If you are new, <laughs> bring yourself back down again. <laughs> Fuck's sake! If you are new to the Hat movies and you are watching along with us, um, and you haven't seen Hatchet One and Two, don't. do yourself a favor Lucky and just watch you. this Lucky instead. Three, yeah. no, one and two are good. Oh, three fuck is off. bad. They're not good. Man. They they're are not. good. They're not Horror good. Movie nerds, they are good. They're not. They're not good. They they're, are. They're, oh my fucking god. This they is are. no wonder we have arguments. Victor Crowley. If is you great. consider even Hatchet fucking two to be a good film, one's like, one's the best one. Yeah, one is okay. <laughs> one is the best one, but it's still not it's still, fantastic. It's still not I didn't say it was great. fantastic. I said it was good. Three is terrible. So we'll have fun with that next week. I'm sure you'll tell me how mad you are at me next week. Oh, that I shall, Pen. That I shall. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. Go watch week. Natural Born Killers if you haven't seen it, everyone else. Go watch a bunch of 1994 films starring Christian um, Slayer. <laughs> Why not? Uh, we're back with 95. What a year. Bye. 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 Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Bye, everyone.